Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly, we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Hey, welcome, Cam. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for coming on and joining me to share with our friends some of the things that you've been doing to improve your health um, and and helping others at the same time. We're really dedicated to wellness and kind of wholeness in so many different levels with our um, with our crew, with our customers and our, our friends. Um, and Kim is gonna share with us um, how she got started in what she does and um, sort of it, it's been a transition, right? Or a, um, a metamorphosis. So I'm really excited <laughs> for her to tell you how she got started and where she is now. So Kim, without further ado, please um, go ahead and share with us your story. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. So I was actually diagnosed with adrenal fatigue in May of 2016, and I was in a, a fast-paced uh, position, uh, working on average 70 hours a week and traveling uh, three weeks out of every month. And it was interesting. I didn't have time to go to a lot of local doctors. So what I decided to do, and this says a lot about my mindset at the time, was I decided to uh, go enroll in a wellness coaching certification program. Uh, so that could heal me. <laughs> don't get a wellness coach, just be one. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the role I was in, I was already doing uh, training, teaching, and coaching. So I figured, oh, well, not only will this help me with my new problem, <laughs> but now this I can this will fix me online so I can continue doing what I was doing. I but it. I didn't realize um, all the other factors that were happening. That yeah. Time. Okay. So what were you doing when you started feeling this adrenal fatigue? So many of us, I know, struggle with it, and it comes from a myriad of different things. I always think of it as like the busyness disease or something. I don't know how else to, to translate it, yeah. but if you can tell us what your life looked like when these symptoms and <laughs> if you started to arrive. Yeah. And I, busyness is the perfect way to describe it, but just to kind of paint you a picture of what my typical week would look like mm -hmm. on Sunday night, Monday morning, I'd be up at 2.30, 3am, be at the local airport by 4.30 in the morning, on the flight by 5.30, 6am, at a branch by 8 a.m., train in that branch all day until 5, then play hide-and-go-seek with my hotel, and then food, and then I had about 20 other offices that I supported wow. that I didn't have a chance during the daytime to respond to, so then I was responding to them, uh, and then, of course, call my husband somewhere in between to say hi, <laughs> and uh, try to go to bed um, by 10, 11, do that every day um, until Friday uh, when I would leave that branch around um, around usually 3 p.m. to get to the airport and I get home by midnight at the latest uh, somewhere between 10 p.m. and midnight and then the weekend was just trying to how do I get ready to do that again and I did that two to three weeks out of every month and then one week um, I was in a local branch wow so busy <laughs> yeah that sounds a little bit like a nightmare to me <laughs> Looking back, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a week almost, like just on repeat. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Well, no wonder that your adrenals were like, stop, you got to stop. So yeah. tell us a little bit about um, what you've learned as a wellness coach and applied to, for your own situation. I think that that would be really helpful for us to understand. Yeah, sure. That there's not a one size fits all solution first. Um, but secondly, that it's, it's multiple areas. Right. A lot of people will say, oh, well, you guys, you look healthy. And that was the thing with adrenal fatigue. You look, you know, healthy or normal from the outside because yeah. <laughs> makeup can hide all the, the, the under eye bags and all those things. But on the inside, you're falling apart. Right. And so really identifying what were some of the patterns that I had kind of fallen into. And part of that was lack of self-care. I didn't really understand what lack, you know, what self-care was. I thought, oh, it meant you're getting a massage or you're right. kind of like the icing on the cake, but it's not the foundation. Yeah, of self-care. the frivolous thing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And boundaries. Mm. I had no boundaries. <laughs> I had a very tight schedule, yeah. but I was obviously a, a people pleaser. So I wanted to say yes to everything. Right. Oh, need more help in this branch? I'm on it. Where will I go? Sure, let's do it. And so I didn't take ownership for that for a long time. So boundaries was a, a huge thing. And I can imagine when you're chatting that much, um, your food kind of gets all bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried to eat yeah. healthy in an airport before and it can be real hairy. Yeah. And sometimes with traveling, you know, I'd be at a hotel and I didn't have a car, a rental car. And you weren't always near, you know, healthy options so yeah. it's whatever the the hotel had to offer and usually i'm going late so then they're sold out of almost everything <laughs> right and so it's it was a dumb effect and learning relearning i guess i should say because i think all of us really know inside you know what health foods work for our body and right. i really follow a biochemical individuality plan you know knowing that certain foods are going to be more nourishing for some versus others and really tuning in and figuring that out. And I had never done that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just, so, you know, eat. Yeah, to get swept up in a fad here or there, like maybe, I mean, I know that low carb or keto or, you know, paleo or all these different things are flying around and people are like, oh, this is, this, this fasting is working for me and this is working for me. And, and it's really important that we recognize that just because it's working for someone else doesn't mean it's going to, be the right answer for us. So that's really important. I'm glad that you're not a one size fits all kind of <laughs> Definitely makes a huge difference. It, but it is taking that time to really slow down and figure out how something's affecting us. Cause I know when I was in that um, fight or flight, you know, zoom, zoom mode yeah. and how I best describe that for some people, if they've never experienced that and that's just magical, if they've never experienced that it's kind of like being a car going 70, 90 miles per hour all the time. And every time you slow down or stop, you're slamming on the brakes. <laughs> and you only do that so many times and your brake pads and rotors go out, right? So you're, you're not thinking as clearly when everything is starting to, to burn out. And what we think maybe nourishing ourselves isn't because we'll say, oh my gosh, I have a salt craving. I'm supposed to have potato chips. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Right. But that's the mindset, you know, when you're in that kind of, of zone um, and what to do, right? Same thing with like the, the car going super fast. Oh, I probably just need to lubricate it. 
uh, no, you need new brake pads and go oh down. <laughs> Get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that poor car. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how we treat our bodies sometimes. We actually treat our cars better <laughs> um, than our bodies without even realizing it just because we want to accomplish so much more and do so much more. But then it's also that balance with relationships, whether it's personal or in your career. And again, goes back to boundaries. You know, where do you put that line so that you can still do the best job because you want that promotion, you want that salary, but at the same time, um, you want to still be able to have quality time uh, with your family. Yeah. And I think part of what's happening in our uh, time right now is because as a society globally, you know, we've been going so fast for so long. Yeah. This is kind of forcing us to kind of pause and reflect. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that actually has been a huge perk of the, the 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 pandemic that we're all experiencing right now. Yeah, is it has forced us to kind of stay in one spot for a minute and see what see what that feels like um, when we're normally so used to perpetually kind of waiting and, and moving towards the next thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm if there's a silver lining, that's definitely it. I think. Sure. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and there's various other aspects, right? It's, you know, being um, okay and understanding where we are, because a lot of the times when we're on that hamster wheel, uh, we kind of lose ourselves. And that was one of the things that I had said to my boss when I had given my notice was that, because she was like, so what are you going to do? And, you know, I was like, well, I'm, I'm on this new path and I'm just so passionate about helping other people that are, you know, been in similar situations. But at the same time, I just need to kind of take a pause and figure out who I am again, because I'd kind of lost who I was. And I think we tend to do that in society. We get on these hamster wheels and this door opens and we say yes, because something um, amazing about it, but we didn't actually take the time to really do that deep dive in our work. So part of my process uh, for my healing and what I teach uh, currently is, you know, all these different elements in the wellness wheel and how to find balance in them, but also reclaiming our power and, and remembering who yeah. we are and who we want to be. Yeah, that's something I've been working on for sure. And I think one of the most obvious ways when I, when I realized this, it was like, oh, okay. So somebody suggested to take an artist date once a week and to just do something with yourself, yeah. only you, no one else. And not to work, not like work time, but like time to just go enjoy yourself by yourself, read a book or, you know, for me, I would go and just sit quietly and drink some coffee or eat a snack or whatever, or go to a thrift store because I really like to do that by myself. <laughs> yeah. But what it sure. did, it gave me this opportunity instead of like going from appointment to appointment or taking kid from thing to thing, um, or even thinking about what everybody else wants to do for one minute, you know, or for the one time for an hour or two a week, I would just say, I actually really do want to go to Target by myself. <laughs> so, um, so that's, I think, really huge. People just don't do that anymore. They're always accomplishing something. Something has to be a goal instead of just for the sake of enjoying your own company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So t tell us about who your ideal client is. Who do you like to work with? Yeah. My ideal client is um, highly driven female professionals who are overexhausted and burnt out, who may have a similar story to mine, maybe not obviously quite in the same path, but there's some semblance of similarity where they just have this huge to-do list and they're lost under it. And just that overwhelm has caused everything to kind of fall apart. Cause I know for me, one of the clues was I was really lacking energy. Yeah. I mean, it got to the point where I was saying no to everything. 
I physically couldn't sleep more than four hours a night. And I started getting those lovely little gouges in your nails because I wasn't, my body was saying, hey, wake up. You're not absorbing nutrition. Doesn't matter if you eat all the healthiest things in the world, it's not happening. Yeah. And um, so someone who is feeling so frazzled, you know, overwhelmed, exhausted, who's trying to figure out how can I regain? And is that possible? Um, and the good news is, yes, <laughs> this whole thing can be reversed. And uh, it's so exciting when you start to see those, you know, little um, uh, just kind of milestones of accomplishment and the, the body starting to naturally heal. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't because I just hit my 40s. This is because I've made some really bad lifestyle choices and I can fix this. <laughs> so what would you tell somebody who's skeptical of what you say you can offer them? Oh, sure. I do the research. I mean, there's so much research out there on adrenal fatigue, on adrenals, on you know, be chronic fatigue for that matter, or just complete exhaustion. They say on average, 1.2 million Americans have some version of chronic or adrenal fatigue annually. That's a lot of people, lot of people. that are going to the doctor that need support. Yeah. And unfortunately, doctors really don't have tools to help. I mean, yeah. fundamentally, nutrition is one of the big things that we keep hitting right. on. Doctors don't have nutrition. Um, right. So they can't, a, a family physician wouldn't be able to help. So yeah, that's, that's sad. And really taking that holistic approach because mm -hmm. I had been to three to four um, doctors before finding my holistic chiropractor who was able to figure out everything. And um, that was amazing because the other ones kind of had unfortunately given me the impression, well, because you've hit your forties, right. yeah. <laughs> things are, things are starting to fall apart. Well, why <laughs> differently? Cause they're seeing so many people with these issues. They think it's exactly. hard, right. So it's hard. Exactly. It's hard for them to have a real perspective. So yeah, that's great. I'm so glad that you found some solutions to share. Thank you. Thank um, you. So what is your favorite work to do with people? What do you, what is, uh, I don't know, maybe a favorite tip or a, some favorite transformation or a, an example? I would say, well, outside of coaching, because obviously in coaching, there's amazing um, aha light bulbs that come to fruition, but encouraging uh, people to really take that time to be still like what you're talking about earlier with a uh, target, for example, but taking that to the point of, you know, just whether it's going outside in nature, a quiet room, um, it could be, if there's no other place that a person has, then go like sit in your car for a little bit um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. and a journal and really start, you know, putting out your thoughts, you know, what's happening, where are you experiencing, what would you like to be experiencing? A lot of times what I've seen is when people just take time, even if it's less than two minutes, just to kind of unplug um, take a, a, pe a pen and paper or pencil, right? That's so much more uh, important with the way the, the pen and paper in our hand connects to our brain yes. um, rather than through a keyboard and just start writing. Hmm. It's just amazing the, the aha moments that a person will have when they take that pause. Hmm. And it's so easy to do. Two minutes, less than two minutes. And one of my, um, if I can add a second thing uh, along the same line that I love is taking a piece of paper and maybe you're writing a challenge that you're having and it could be, um, I'm struggling with sleep and you start writing, okay, well, what are the, the things that are happening with sleep? And then you flip the paper over, breathe for 30 to 45 seconds, like real breathing. Yeah. Deep breathing, belly breathing, and then go back to that paper and rewrite it. 
start again a new list, same question. And what we're doing is we're going from the conscious brain to the subconscious brain. And it's amazing again how we kind of, uh, we have so much inner wisdom, we just need to tap into it and find out what's happening and our bodies, our minds will tell us. Yeah, and like you said, you have to stop to be able to figure that out. So yeah, I love that. So can you actually, before my last question, I wanted to see if you could for us just outline what it is, what what it looks like to work with you. Like what's the format and the outline of what somebody can expect out of working with you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I offer a complimentary 45 minute session to first of all, find out if it even makes sense to work with me, um, if somebody resonates with me so I can really learn about what's happening with them and then give them a little overview to make sure that they're comfortable because there's no magic pill. <laughs> there's no sticker you put on your shoulder, <laughs> right? Um, this, is, this is real deep work. And so a, a person needs to be at the right time in their life to be open to moving on that path for it to be a true win-win. And then secondly, um, if we both decide we're at the right space to move forward, then I have a three-month coaching package. And I, I have it as three months because it's it's kind of like joining a gym, right? You can't just hop on the, the elliptical for 45 minutes and now you're bikini ready, right? And of course, three months may not even be enough, but it's a great starter point to find right. out where we're at and if what if we need to extend another three months. But my coaching sessions are one hour long. Mm -hmm. um, I have the ability to do a video platform similar to this, as well as record the session so that clients can have that to reflect on. Because I you know, especially when you're, you're extremely burnt out, it's hard to really process everything in the moment. And you might need that to reflect on. And my sessions are once every other week. Again, it might take a, a few days to really digest everything, um, start implementing. So I give people time to, you know, meet them where they're at to be able to start that process. And then I am available uh, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, as unlimited email support for my clients. And then, of course, I customize resources and tools for them as well. Oh, that's great. Okay, that's very cool. I feel like a really great package. Okay, so can you share any last tips, things that you do on a daily or weekly basis to just help you stay at your best, feeling your best? Create routines. <laughs> <laughs> and routines you can live with. <laughs> and uh, usually if, if a person has been so out of a routine for such a long time as I had been, um, or in a routine that they're not as fond of as I had been, um, just doing, you know, implementing one piece um, per step. That's a morning routine or an evening bedtime routine. You know, if I can go back to the car example of, you know, if we're zooming so quickly in life, doing 70, 90 miles per hour, you can't do that up until 9.30 p.m., close the laptop or the, the tablet or the whatever, and then at 10, magically think you're going to fall asleep, right? So implementing one piece in a new routine to help start you on your new uh, Okay, on so journey. example, what, pe what would the piece look like? What would that piece look like? Uh, like um, some pieces that could be a part of those routines, those rituals. Yeah, so for the nighttime, <laughs> create a bedtime routine <laughs> and start that process 90 minutes before you go to bed. So disconnecting from any technology, um, preferably, you know, removing all, um, you know, artificial light and really just starting to slow the body down. Um, if we keep everything, you know, active, then our brain is going to stay active. And then depending upon what time that is that we are trying to sleep, it can really, uh, you know, mess with our 
biological sleeping time. <laughs> the body wants to go to sleep when it's dark outside, <laughs> but we make it start to think it should be awake because there's all this artificial light and stop TV right. 90 minutes before, stop all technology 90 minutes before. before yeah. So actually one last thing before you go, I wanted yeah. them to know that you are a superwoman wellness coach. That is your, your job title. And I just yes. think that's such a beautiful title. And we oh, all want to be superwoman, but I think um, something to keep in mind is that superwoman had a downtime too. She wasn't always yeah. superwoman, right? She had, there's two sides to that story. So I love it, Kim. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I cannot wait to um, introduce you to our friends and family and um, hope that they'll take advantage of the tips that you've shared and maybe even talk to you about participating in your coaching. Um, but keep up the great work. I know it's well needed in, uh, in these days. So thank you so much.